you sometimes feel like you're floundering in your business or personal life? That you don't quite know where you're going? Trust your heart. Trust the spirit. Live a spirit-led life. Create a spirit-led business. That's the title of a practical guide by Marnie Pearson Coons, a Christian mom of six, based on her 30 years of in-home experience. These podcasts from Marnie will give you insight into trusting your heart, trusting the spirit to give you direction not only in your business, but in your entire life. Check out Marnie's Spirit-Led Life podcast, book, and free masterclass at TrustYourHeartSeries.com. Welcome back to the Spirit-Led Life podcast. In the Trust Your Heart Spirit-Led Business book, I have a section called Valuing Yourself. In it, I give you some different stories about how I learned to value myself. Some lessons I've learned from interacting with clients as well. Just to give you a little background about what we do in our business, my husband Dave and I help people discover, align with, create, and deliver their soul song. And your soul song is that thing you came to earth to be. The message you're here to convey and the way you live your life. And you may not even know you're conveying it, but you do. Your soul song would ideally come through in your daily interactions with others and the things you say and do. And for some people, it comes through in books or information products or websites, consulting, training, speaking, and other business and career pursuits. My husband and I help people get their messages out online in books and websites and information products and things like that. Whatever you're doing, it's really about who you choose to be. And in the last episode, I talked about being yourself. One of the biggest discoveries I've made over the years is that we're not human doings, we're human beings. For many years, I evaluated myself based on what I could do, what I could accomplish. The busier I was, the more value I held. I'll admit, this came predominantly from a mother who was a hard worker, who taught us a strong work ethic. And if someone was a hard worker, in my mother's book, that covered a multitude of ills. You could have other character flaws, but if you were a hard worker and you were nice to people, you were a good person in my mama's book. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think it's important to have a good work ethic and to be good to people. I'm very grateful for the work ethic my mother gave me. But I got to the point where I valued myself based on my work ethic. How much I can produce, how much I can create, how much I can get done in a day. Here's the thing. Over the course of the last decade, I lost a six-figure business overnight, went through two divorces, and began to see that my identity was so wrapped up in everything but what it needed to be. My identity was wrapped up in how successful my business was, how much money I made, how many books I could write, how many people I could help, what I looked like, my health, my brain, being able to use my mind to create things and teach things. And as things began to be taken from me one by one, 
the family that I had, the career, and even going through some health challenges where I couldn't think straight. I couldn't create anything. It was devastating to me along the way because I didn't know who I was anymore. But then I began to wake up to a reality that none of that is who I am. I am not the sum total of everything I've done or created in my life. There is something eternal and more intrinsic to me than all that stuff. I'm still discovering it. I'm still trying to understand who I am at the core as an eternal being having a mortal experience. One of the best ways to learn who you really are is to strip away everything that you're not. And I would advise anyone, if you can, to do that on your own and don't wait for life to strip it away for you. As we work with clients who are putting work out into the world, the biggest thing I notice is how little people value themselves. How little they see of the brilliance within them. I kind of have a bit of a gift. I can talk to people for 15 minutes maybe and see their greatness. I am constantly in awe of the people I meet and their brilliance. And it isn't about what they've done or what they've accomplished. It's something on a soul level that I see. And ironically, I couldn't see it in myself for a long time. But I could see it in other people. So when somebody starts to catch a glimpse of who they are and what they can do, they're really unstoppable. In the last episode, I talked about how I have six children and how the younger three have more confidence, they're more easygoing, they're less stressed, and they navigate life more effortlessly. And I think that has a lot to do with who they innately are, but also how I was with them. I was more myself, and I was less stressed, so I didn't put all my baggage onto them like I did some of the older ones. I'm going to share a story here about my second daughter. She's the oldest of my last three children. When she was about 14 years old, she was taking music lessons. And I would go and sit out in the car while she would have her lessons. And this one day, I decided to make a video for my clients, post it on social media, that kind of thing, about how to control and notice what's going on inside your head. If you have negative thoughts about yourself, if you're thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, I don't know enough, I need one more degree before I can do X, Y, Z, nobody wants to hear what I have to say, or worse, I'm stupid, nobody cares about me, all of this type of negative thought going on in your head, all of that's lies. It's lies being fed to you from either your past conditioning, old voices, old tapes from relationships you've had, or it's It's the adversary trying to hold you back. Whatever it is, it's lies. And the truth is the total opposite. So if you start to jot down these thoughts that you have about yourself, and then you get with a piece of paper and you flip them around. So if it says, I don't matter, you matter. Nobody wants to hear me. People do want to hear you. Nothing that I say is important. What I say is important. The truth is on the flip side. And so I made a little video about this and posted it while my daughter was in her music lessons. When she came out, I asked her, you know, how it went. She told me about her lesson. And I said, well, I made a video while you were in there. And she goes, oh, really? What was it about? 
I told her, and she looked at me with this dumbfounded expression and said, People think bad things about themselves? This was such an amazing moment to me when I realized this child did not think bad things about herself. Wow, I had never encountered anyone who didn't think bad things about themselves. And I thought, this girl is unstoppable. She is unstoppable. Anything she sets her mind to, she's going to be able to do it because she doesn't have all that nonsense pulling at her coattails constantly. And she's not this egotistical person either. If you're around her, she's just a good, humble person, doesn't put herself on a pedestal, but she's not thinking a bunch of junk about herself either. And the interesting thing is, she doesn't go around talking bad about other people either. I can't recall her talking bad about anyone. She can get frustrated with catty female drama because she just doesn't even understand that. She's been able to work her way through college, graduated magna cum laude, is getting her master's, paid for it herself, paid her student loans off already at age 24, is happily married, and sure, she has dreams that she hasn't achieved yet. She's not superhuman, but all that negative mind chatter isn't there to get in the way. Maybe you're like my daughter and you don't have all that negative or critical talk rattling around in your head, but if you do, how much bandwidth is that taking up? How is that sabotaging your goals and your dreams? Start noticing those negative or critical thoughts. Don't give them a lot of energy. Don't beat yourself up that they're happening. Just notice them and think, hmm, there's one of those silly thoughts again that aren't true. Cancel that. That's a lie. It's not the truth. Flip it around. You know, if the thought is nobody wants to read this book that I'm writing, so somebody's going to really have their life changed by this book. doesn't have to change the whole world. If one person's life is changed by this book, I have created something of value. And many times, the person whose life is changed most by writing a book is you. If you change and no one else does, if you are impacted for good and nobody else is, that's good enough. Because you matter. You have infinite value. This is the biggest thing that I've had to learn is that I matter. My own spiritual development is critical. It's important. It matters. It influences how I show up in the world. It doesn't matter whether I inspire anyone else to improve their spiritual life. Sure, I hope this podcast helps somebody. But if I'm sitting here talking into my computer and no one else is listening, it's helping me. It's helping me be my best and to review the lessons I've learned. It's helping me grow and my own personal development is important. And so is yours. So the next time you set off toward a goal and all that nonsense starts rattling around in your head, I don't have enough time, this doesn't matter, I don't matter. I'm not good enough. Just think, well, there's that silly thought again. Cancel that. I do matter. What I have to say matters. I am a child of God. Y'all take care. God bless. Check out Marnie's Spirit Led Life podcast, book, and free masterclass 
at trustyourheartseries.com. <laughs>